This is a podcast from Rover. The Morning Rumble Catch-Up Podcast. Jazz Thornton joins us. She's a mental health activist, author, speaker, TikToker and filmmaker. And unlike me, she did win Dancing with the Stars. And it's Mental Health Awareness Week as well, so I'm sure she's actually very busy. Uh, thank you so much, because I know you've been busy this week, for joining us today. Friday, Jazz, how are you? Good, thank you. How Welcome. Guys. Anytime. Welcome. Anytime. I have to get the dancing question out of the way. I know these guys will always <laughs> Also, we, we do. Well, I have this bell, and it's yeah. usually run Sorry. if someone tells a lie, it's the bullshit yeah, bell. That's but, right. I, but it also has a yeah, secondary yeah. purpose um, of whenever we have a, a guest in, yeah. and Rog mentions him or dancing, the bell gets rung. So it has one ring so far. I was on it in 2018. You won it this year. <laughs> Have you are, you, are you one of the crazy ones that have kept on dancing? Um, I, I actually am. Really? Uh, still dancing. Really? I, I'm about to start training for, um, I get to do something with like one of the uh, the ballroom competition things that are coming up. You're, you no, kept I'm not on compete, dancing. I'm not competing, but I am performing. I don't that's, even know if that's public. That's incredible. Now. <laughs> Everyone says during the show, I'm, I'm going on, oh, I'm going to keep on dancing, but no one does. But you are. I did, that's Bro- amazing. Brody did as well. I think a lot of our cast wow. has. Kerry is back in dance lessons. Oh, you're just, you were a better year. <laughs> <laughs> better vintage, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're a better year. Yeah. <laughs> we're all When broken. are you going to start dancing, Rog? Never. <laughs> oh, he always dances. He's our tiny little dancer. He's our tiny <laughs> he loved her. No, thank you for coming in. It's uh, obviously, um, I mean, when it's like a week like this, Mental Health Awareness Week, and it's, that's what, you know, you probably get recognised for, it's, do you sort of think, oh, you know, lead up to this week, oh, it's all, everyone's going to be asking me, it's, it brings it all back or not? Uh, it's definitely not like, oh, some, sometimes I think the only feeling that I get in that aspect is, here goes a whole lot of companies yeah. trying to tick the box. Yeah. Um, and that's not when it comes to media, that's more corporate stuff, yeah. the amount of people that will yeah. suddenly book you in to do corporate things. And it's kind of like, it's cool that we look at it one week, but for everyone else struggling in your world, it's, you know, every single day. Yes. Um, so that's probably the only feeling, but it's a cool yeah. opportunity, um, you know, every time it comes around to, to still speak and bring up the conversation. Yeah, I liken it to like this kind of week where everyone's in an office and everyone turns their chairs around and go, oh, tell me about your mental yeah, health journey. Yeah. And then that's it and everyone turns around. But the, it's 52 weeks a year, 365 days a year. Mm-hmm. It's constant for a lot of people. Yeah. So for you, what is that year like outside of this week? Oh man, I mean, you—the kind of stuff that I do this week, I guess it, it gets amplified a lot more. You're doing it a lot more. Mm. Um, but I, you know, you are hearing now. For me, I get thousands of messages every day. I can't yep. see them, um, them all. But you know, you you hear the stories. People are stopping you on the street all the time, talking about their stories and what they're going through and navigating the systems and mm-hmm. um, fighting with politicians to try and get things going and moving and lots of speaking. Not just here in New Zealand, but um, around the world. I, I actually just got back from the UN General Assembly in New York um, last week as well, trying awesome. to activate over there. So, oh, good. yeah, it's crazy, but yeah, it's wow. needed. So we do it. Is it a heavy burden? Yes. I mean, it, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, it is, but it also when you are in it because you've had, you know, you've lived with it yourself mm. for so long, um, it just feels like a, a kind of natural responsibility to fight for everyone else that is still struggling. Um, so you, every time you see the statistics come out every year, I every year I have sat there and just bawled my eyes yeah. out, being like, it feels like we're not doing enough. It's not yeah. moving. Well, so that's my secondary point because I ask you whether it's burden because mm. I, I on on such a minuscule 
comparison to yourself. But I also get a stack of messages all the time, right? And I don't know how to respond to a lot of them. And some of them really hit me heavier than others because you're like, oh, man, but I don't actually know how to help this person or that's yeah. a horrific thing to have happened to that family. And so I'm always – but then I also – if anything, then we talk about it even more, yeah. which then gets more messages, which, you know, is you mm. amplified, right? Which I do uh, think it's really important just there to point out that the people that are messaging us, like we, we don't find they are not the burden. No, no. The burden no, is totally. the, the system in which they can't totally. get help from, therefore they come 100%, to us. 100%. Because yeah. yeah. the amount of trust they've shown to message mm-hmm. you, you have nothing but respect for. Yes. Right. So um, my question being, are, are we getting better? Because we talk about it more and more. Mm. Um, and we have more and more listeners engaged with us saying yeah. how this has helped them this way or that way, that they've used the counselling, they've seen a therapist, or they've got on the right medication or or whatever. Uh, but the statistics get higher every year. Yeah, the rates aren't coming down. The rates aren't coming down. I do think um, what has happened is that our country as a whole, and that has had a lot to do with with you know media and you guys, and and really amplifying the voices of it, so that we're in a position where it's not as stigmatized as it was. Um, yep. We are talking about it. People do know they're not alone. Now the issue remains as okay, people are speaking up, but now where do they go? Yep. Um, and that's where it's now on the systematic side of things. Um, and so. It is really disheartening when you see the statistics aren't moving, but it is really important to know that it's going to be such a long process for yeah, right. that kind of stuff to be sorted out. But to know that as a country, we have all done as much as we can and will continue to do so to make sure people don't feel alone in it and at least are at the point of going, okay, no, there is hope for this and I, I can ask for help. It's just where where do we go? Man, Voices of Hope, which uh, you are obviously a co-founder of, um, so that's had a lot of great attention in the in the last few days, or has done obviously since you've been going around. But last few days with a new campaign, and one of the people involved in it is our good old mate Israel Dag, Izzy yeah. Dag, who um, yet again uh, just mm. another example of doesn't matter who or what you are. Yeah. Um, how did the Izzy Dag thing come about? Because I saw his wife Daisy just quickly. She said on Instagram, she was like, "Ah, oh, I've been trying to get oh, Izzy to talk right. about this for a few." Right. years but it's a hard thing to do for some people oh it's such a hard thing to do and I think especially when you are prone to um, you know a different uh, media scrutiny when you're in a career like he was it's it's a difficult thing but um, you know this whole kind of campaign behind the jersey was uh, created by both the Voices of Hope and now we've got a whole creative team that have come on board with it too and um, the the conversations had been started with Izzy I think the connection was made through um, we're, we're both in the same management team yeah right um, and about whether he would be willing to. And I think it was it was a process of, you know, you have to really gain trust for someone to be willing to share. And he, he felt ready. He felt ready to share it. He felt safe to share it in this way. Um, and, you know, he felt a sense of, I guess, responsibility to go, you know what, I, I will speak up and hope that other people, specifically in the sporting industry and, and men as well, would know that it's okay and they're not alone. Because you'll know. Did you, I mean, you probably didn't expect the, the amount, but you wrote a book, uh, documentaries, and did you expect the amount of attention? I mean, you just said, you know, you get thousands of messages a day. So that must have really overwhelmed you when you've got books out, these documentaries out, and then all of a sudden. TikToking. It's just like, oh, my God. Well, TikToking is what did it. So yeah, I, I, right. the, the book and the doco, like all of that stuff um, was really targeted at a specific audience. Yeah. And there was it was people that knew me, but, you know, not not heaps. Yeah. And then I got on TikTok and yeah. lockdown, came out of lockdown. And I don't remember the last time I went out and didn't get stopped. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So it's yeah. like uh, the attention was a lot more yeah. um, specifically the teenagers because TikTok yeah. is their thing mm. that they watch. So you put a hoodie on? Do you put your hood on? I, ha- I have a few times. If it's outside of school hours and I'm walking around, like if I need to go yeah. and yeah, yeah. like last night I had to go to the mall to buy something um, at like 4.30 and I was like, this is no. not going to go well. And no. I think I took probably like have 40 photos. Have you heard photos. of online shopping, Jess? I have, but I got an email <laughs> saying I was required uh. to wear a specific thing and I was like, I don't have this thing, so I have to go get it. <laughs> Otherwise I would online shop. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because, I mean, even on dancing, when you turned up at a mall and there were hundreds of teenage girls there. Yeah. Cry- they were all crying. Yeah, that's... That's madness. That's, that's just madness. what my life looks yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> which wow. is so weird. But it is really cool to at least know in myself that at least I get to be a positive role model and yeah. that I'm someone who is talking about mental totally. health and doing these things. Totally. And well, Yeah. What do you... What do you we, we tell people um, if they're feeling... Um, unwell in their mental health, we tell them to text black dog to 3520, our text number, and that gives them a text back of um, all the different services available that um, that we like to endorse. What about, what, what, do you, what do you say? What do you tell people when you can get to some of the messages and and, uh, and tell them that this, this service or these people are doing good work, maybe get in touch with them. I do think, I mean, here in New Zealand, we do have an incredible range of, of mm. helplines. And, you know, you've got 1737, you've got uh, Youthline, which, by the way, if you've got teenagers that are struggling and you don't know what to do, you can contact yeah. Youthline as a parent and yeah. ask right. how to deal with your teenager. Right. Um, so that's really big. But also, this is the message I, I share in high schools all around the country, but I will say to middle-aged men all the time that asking for help does not make you weak it makes you wise Mm. Um, because and I still think we've got that she'll be right attitude and there's still no matter how much you say it Mm. it's still like oh but like if people know then they're going to look at me different and I need to learn how to deal with it but it's like no asking for help doesn't make you weak it makes you very smart middle-aged men love having all the answers oh yeah 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 and then when they can't answer what what's up with them then they find it's very hard to Mm. to talk about that let alone give advice yeah. It's a lot like, oh, no, mate, she'll be fine. Yeah. She'll be right. Yeah, and it's, you know, I'm I'm on the end of it where I'm seeing the reaction from all of the teenagers who are watching their fathers in this position. Mm. I've unfortunately been in association with so many teenagers who have lost their fathers, and they were going, man, I wish that he knew how to ask for help. I wish that he did so much earlier. Um, mm. And, you know, we're, we, we like to assume and kind of we have classified as a country mental health as a youth issue. We're always talking about the youth suicide statistics. Mm. We're always talking about these things, but what we what we ever like kind of fail to mention is that majority of our statistics are middle-aged men yeah Yeah. um so this isn't just a conversation for our teenagers yes they're important but we have to model what we're telling them to do so yeah i say we like i'm a middle-aged man i'm not um but you know you're you're surrounded by (laughs) you guys and as as the listeners we're telling you we're telling you to reach out you have to model what you want your kids to do that's a great point so just on that, and in a much less serious note, but what are your thoughts on middle-aged men on TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I, I haven't. I haven't been on there for a while. You haven't? <laughs> no. Oh, you should. <laughs> there are other middle-aged men on TikTok. I'm just, TikTok is not just dancing teenagers. Okay, there's a lot I of know. stuff on there. I know. I know. Jazz Thornton, thank, thank you. you so much. <laughs> thank you very much for Thanks, your time. Um, bless all the work you do. The fact that you've 
created what you have, that you put yourself out there, the countless amount of people you would have saved and helped continue to inspire. Even people like my dad and his bloody mid mid seventies loves the work that you do right through to you know yeah. all of those um, yeah. younger Kiwis. You're a bloody legend, mate. Oh, thank you. That was the Morning Rumble Catch Up Podcast. Catch them weekday mornings from six.